Welcome to Dudes Being Guys, and it's a podcast about dudes being guys. And today we are, I think, doing the definition of dudes being guys, and that is just naming random sports dudes. Um, you got, you guys got anybody off the top of your head? Will you like you guys someone? Yeah, dude. <laughs> when I was thinking about it today, the first guy that came to my mind was good old Smush Parker. Dude, uh, Smush Parker. I feel like he's just a, a journeyman uh, point guard. Played with Kobe on the Lakers. Uh, yeah. Honestly, did he win I'm a championship with Kobe? I think so. I'm struggling to remember if he played on any other teams. I, I'm assuming he did. All I, re- all I really remember is him on the, the <laughs> I, Lakers. I only remember him being on the Lakers, too. <laughs> yeah. And, and I actually, actually played for me, very long. Yeah. My, when I think of Smush Parker, I just think of 2K7. Mm-hmm. He was he was really good in 2K7. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's he doing the things that we wanted to be good at, like steals yeah. and yeah. shooting threes. So, and, and I think he could dunk too. So, like, if you could steal, dunk, shoot threes, you were the best player in 2K7. Well, that's a fact. And now that's funny that you said that way. Like, he was good at the things that you wanted him to be good at. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because that, uh-huh. is, that is such a 2K thing. You know, in 2K, <laughs> especially the older 2Ks, you didn't need a guy to necessarily be good at passing because you controlled all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And honestly whether he was good at passing or not you know i'm just usually spamming x or a so much that I'll, I'll turn it over just because i make a stupid mistake no matter how good the guy is at passing but as long as you can get the good shooters the ball that's all that matters um yeah so like I, and i feel like the iq stat like there's an iq stat in 2k that's that's also irrelevant they just For really need part, to be think, you know yeah. 99 in shooting and uh exactly. maybe athletic yeah I mean, a little, a little bit of like handling helps, you know, so they're not like in their pocket yeah. pick all the time. But uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, dude. Speaking of two K guys, uh, Samuel D'Alembert, Ooh. Uh He was a dude that I was. I think it was two K twelve or twelve or thirteen. No, it might have been thirteen. I got pretty hot with him for a while. Now, the, the hard part about that is he's not shooting threes, right? And, and in those games, you really win by just. Just yeah, jack and threes the whole jack time. Jack and threes, yeah. But it's like almost, he was unstoppable in the post. Yeah, dude. It it's almost like what was uh, what's the name of that one D three school who would literally like give up layups? Yeah, was that Grinnell? Yes. Go shoot threes. Grinnell? Grinnell, Grinnell. Grinnell, yes. Grinnell yeah. Grinnell, yeah. Jack, with Jack, Jack Taylor. Taylor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah literally dude, he, like yeah, 138 points or something. Something like That's that. Crazy. Let, let them score you get the ball back in Jack of three. That's yeah, I just model. saw also a little like video about them on Instagram, and one of the things that the coach would draw up would be like just send three guys on defense so that two <laughs> guys can stay cherry picking, and like give up a layup and then just throw it and get a, get a layup on the other side. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, like, do you think that that would work in the long term? No, it's, I don't know because you could very. You know, scheme against it pretty well. I think you're gonna hit. You're gonna hit a, a solid team who's just all around better than you, and they're gonna de- they're gonna destroy you. That's not sustainable. I mean, against inferior teams, you can get away with that. I think. But, dude, I bet we could have done that against Mooseheart back in the day. Now, because they only use the three guys on offense. Yeah, that's true. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Manute Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Is that his name? No. Was- so in high school, Will and I no, we played together. 
Yeah. It's Mangisto no, Dang. Uh, Mangisto Dang, yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 what no, the heck? It was not his name, Wade. So Wait, you guys played against Manu Bull in high school? Yeah, dude. Is that Bobo's dad? Yeah. That is Bobo's dad, yes. Dude, uh, no, wait, I don't know if you know we're not well, that old. We have been out of high school for a long time, Willie. Yeah. The new oh, Bobo, may he rest in peace. Uh, a little yeah, foggy tonight. So, Will and I, we played high school basketball together, and um, there was a team in our conference that had three uh, uh, dudes from Sudan, and they were uh, six seven, and the cousin of... Bulls great Whoa. wall dang, and uh, seven foot and or six ten and then seven foot one, um, and the six ten kid was a beast. Um, yeah, he went on to play at New Orleans. Yeah, uh huh. Oh really? Mm-hmm. But what they would do is is they would have th- those three starting, of course, and then two just random dudes um, that had played like we had played against in in years, and like they were they were decent. But like all of a sudden you get three dudes that are tall and, and good. Um and and they're kind of obsolete. So like literally they would just sit on opposite wings and and their job was to get the Sudanese dudes the ball. Um Yep. And I mean I guess we needed all five to, to guard the three pretty uh, much Sudanese dudes. That's but, what we did. We basically just left the other two guys. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's exactly what we did. Because yep. they I I don't think they were allowed to shoot. Right. Yeah. Actually, the coach didn't what? let him shoot. I yeah, I mean, yeah, Cal, I mean, you pretty much explained it, but usually like Mangiso Dang would bring the ball up, and then they'd have the two big guys like basically on on the blocks, right? Yeah. So it was almost like a triangle between the three, and then the two uh-huh. were just like spreading on the wings, and we would just like, I don't know, we were double teaming two of them at a time, just literally leaving those guys alone. If they got the ball, I, I don't even know if we would close out on them. Yeah. Right. No, I we don't just kind of let, let them do whatever they want to do, and if they yeah. they start driving towards the basket, maybe you'd pick them up. For sure. Yeah. And it almost worked. It almost worked, dude. In the uh, yeah, yeah. Regional. I do it, random, uh, random memory. I do remember the one game you played them uh, at home at uh, Westminster. You played them pretty decently. I remember, li- like the closest you were was like in the second half. The score was forty-five to thirty. I remember you were down by fifteen points. I'm like, because Dylan just came down and uh, hit a pull-up three. And got you within 15 points. I'm like, oh man, they might make it close, but then mm-hmm. you didn't. Something tells me we were closer than that. <laughs> yeah, maybe you got a little closer than 15 yeah. points, but uh, I remember the score 45 to 30. Hmm. Dude, so. I was also blown out for like, the last <clears throat> that's, that's third right. of our season, which sucked because I broke my toe. Yeah, and my calf spun around the ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got need in the calf. I got need in the calf in the conference tournament. And Colin is convinced and that his calf did a full three sixty around his. Yeah, what's that bone? It, your your tibia. Yeah, tibia? My tibia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. And I that is probably like I never. Thankfully, I never really got like hurt. Hurt. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I was probably playing at like I don't know sixty seven percent. Like yeah, everything else was fine. It just like it hurt to to run just, yeah it hurt, it hurt to like sprint it hurt to you know everything was just like gimpy yeah, yeah. That, that was tough yeah sucky way to end the senior year or but oh well yeah yeah not not ideal no <laughs> wow 
All right, back on track. This is this is like the thing that was like I'm cool with this talk. Like once, like because like random athletes they spark this type of chatter. Yeah, um, yeah we were like talking about random athletes. Bowl. Right, right. Some some dude I've been thinking about all day, and like you know, it's not basketball, but like you know, just throw it out there is Antonio Alfonseca. Dude, yeah, and the six finger wonder. And six, oh, six, oh, right? six yes. fingers. Yeah, he had six fingers. Yeah, I, um, was it was it on all was it on both hands? I remember. I only it. think it was one hand. I think okay. it was one. His pitching hand, wasn't it? Or no? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. I thought it was his remember. glove hand because I thought he had okay. to have a special glove. Oh really? Okay. Um, but I could be completely wrong about that. Um. Wow. Yeah, dude, that's hilarious. That's dude, yeah. That when you yeah. said that, that took me a minute. I was like, right? That's so familiar. But who is that? Yeah. So when was he on the Cubs? Was that was that early two thousands? He's a dude I barely remember. Mm-hmm. It was Same. it was Sammy and Moise Salou. I think it was that team he was on. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna think. And then Yeah, and then another reliever, Will's boy, Kyle Farnsworth. Oh, dude, that guy's oh, oh yes, dude. I have a baseball card with him on the on on the on a cell phone in the dugout. And I was like, oh, dude, yeah? that's the craziest baseball that card was his I've picture? ever seen. Yeah, he was just on his phone. That's funny. Dude, that's awesome. I remember the one time he beaned somebody and the guy charged the mound and got wiped out. Wrecked. <laughs> by yeah. Farnsworth. Dude, that's hilarious. I think uh I think Nolan Ryan did that too. I mean, What's that? Got, beat got up charged? A, a batter that charged oh, okay. the mound. Yeah. That's pretty sick when you're able to do that. Yes. Also, like, what what is that batter thinking when he's charging the charging the mound on a guy like Kyle Farnsworth? I mean, like I this, dude know, was, dude. this dude was ripped. And I don't know if you yeah. guys have seen him. At least a few years ago, I think he got into being a bodybuilder, and dude is mm-hmm. enormous. Dude, um, that's... I just looked up Antonio Alfonseca, and he was on the Cubs for 2002 and 2003. Okay. All right. Yeah, right it, was, it, was, it was those years yeah. we were talking about. Nice, nice work, Wade. Yeah, good memory yeah. there. Unfogged. Uh, dude, Sweet. I wonder Speaking if of... he, because he used to play on the Marlins before that, I wonder if he came over in the trade maybe with Derek Lee. For Derek Lee, yeah. Yeah. Because his first year was 2002, 2003. Nice. Okay, so are you guys... If you, you can only choose one. Are you choosing the, the pairing of Derek Lee and Aramis, or, Aramis Ramirez or Chris Bryant and Rizzo? I feel like you got to go Bryant and Rizzo. I, I mean, think just so, Just because they were able to bring home the, shi- the ship. Yeah. Um, Although... And, um, Chris Bryant won an MVP. Yeah, he did, but then he's he was garbage after that. Like he peaked real early, and he burned mm-hmm. real bright, real fast, and then yeah, he's done. But he brought true. it home after what 108, 108 or one hundred six years. That's true. So, um, well, Derek Lee and Aramis Ramirez, they they were close in uh, what oh nine, oh eight. Yeah, yeah, I did love a Ram. They had a pretty good year. Yeah. Big fan of that guy. Oh yeah, I mean they're close, and they get swept by the Diamondbacks. First round. What year right? was that? Was that yeah? Oh, wait, they, I, didn't they have the best record in the league and then get swept by the Diamondbacks or something like that? First round, or they get swept by the Dodgers because I think they, I think they went like back to back, getting swept by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. First round, like with those good teams. Yeah, yeah. in 08 and 09, they won the division, right, and then got swept in the first yeah. round. Dang, it's a tough way to go <laughs> after a great season, right, dude? Yeah, that was oh, a, my goodness. Uh, Alfonso Soriano years. Remember, Will? Speaking yeah. of Fozzie, when you were, uh, you know how he'd be up at up at the plate and he'd just be mm-hmm. spitting seeds, 
and you came yes. up with a theory of how he did that. Like he would yeah. crack the shell and like load them in his lip. Yes. <laughs> yes. He had to. I remember this no too. Other, there's no other way. <laughs> you like analyze how he could spit so many seeds at once. Yeah. Well, and and I actually I actually like took that uh, when I played baseball for a little bit because it's actually a pretty efficient way to eat a lot of sunflower seeds fast because you're not you're only spitting like once every like six seeds or so. So you like crack it, eat the seed, store it in your lip. And then just keep going, and then you just spit all the shells at once. It, I mean, if you're trying them. to slam seeds fast, well, it's it's probably the most efficient way. It was so cool because after he would like, they'd show like a him hitting a home run replay, mm. and like the second the the you know he's completed his swing and the ball's in the air, he just spitting a wad of seeds. <laughs> and because I remember this this conversation too, because I was like, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, you chew them, store them, and then like you can do that type of thing too. So we're out playing baseball in the backyard, like. Uh-huh. It's just cranks spitting seeds. So are we sure that that this guy was actually eating the seeds or was he just like, you know, get eating spitting the seeds for the flavor, shells. like sucking off the salt or whatever, and then just, and then just the, spitting the whole thing? I mean, that out. is a possibility I, now that I'm thinking about it. Could have. Hey, Alfonso, we might have to have you on the pod, man. Dude, yeah. Alfonso, if you're out there listening, dude, this Break is an open invitation. Some, some of your, uh, your trips and tick. <laughs> tricks. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Seeds. <laughs> <laughs> dude i tell you what i just we just got home um like an hour ago from a wedding in salt lake okay um and we were there for the over the weekend so um that'll do it we had we had a good weekend but uh we drove through well it, it was just storming pretty bad here so we had to go pretty mm. slow but um that's why i'm a little foggy yeah dude wait i don't good, even know dude. but we, we got a bunch of snow out here in yeah, illinois ton of snow that's what mom told me, yeah. What was it, like 11 inches? Uh, it felt like at least a foot over here. Yeah. It said, all I know is I was shoveling all weekend. Dang. Yeah. I shoveled four times on Same, dude. Saturday, I think. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, and I think I shoveled Friday night, too. Yeah, that's rough. Wow. And then now, Wade, on top of that, it's it, it was it's been like <laughs> negative 16 degrees in the morning. Dude, so I saw. So cold, dude. It, We're hitting negative two. This going to be like negative 13, 15. Next couple nights, not fun. Good sleeping weather. It is. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Maybe yeah, maybe water. too cold for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man, you remember Earl Boykins? Yeah, dude. What was dude. he? Five five? Something like that. I think maybe, yeah. maybe a little taller. See, uh, I, whenever I think of Earl Boykins, I think of him in two K, and they made him look so tiny, like even yeah. tinier than I think he looked like in real, like proportionally hilarious he he did get done dirty in 2k because like it is crazy because like a dude that's like five foot five or you know five foot five to five foot seven like you know they're short mm-hmm. but yeah. it's like they don't look like that right <laughs> and it's like this you know just a, a, a tiny like so and what i think will goofy is like uh he was he was five five but he wasn't like wicked skinny like a little like a kid right. who's five five he was right. still like built like an adult or like an, a professional athlete but he was just five five but then, like the way they portrayed him in two K is, he was just like, like a fifteen year old kid who was five five, like that <laughs> yeah. slender, you know. And two K is such like okay, the game of basketball is tough if you're you know that size. But like, I think that it is easier in real life to be five foot five with those skills than it is to translate that into two K. Just because everybody in two K, like, if you just hit Y and you're 15 feet around the guy true it's just gonna immediately suck you to 
block. Yeah. Yes. You know, like I had, it is so hard to play with small guys in 2K. Yeah. Even if they're good, like Isaiah to Thomas. To get shots off. Yeah. Was Isaiah, Washington Isaiah Thomas, Celtics Isaiah oh. Thomas. He was hard to play with too because like, you know, just getting shots off is tough because guys can be sitting and block it pretty easily. Yeah, like uh, you have those those uh, those all time teams or whatever, or the you know mm-hmm. take the best years, and they have like uh, the eighty five Hawks with Spud Webb. Like you can't do anything with it. Yeah, no. even though he could dunk, and if you get a wide right. open, wide open, uh, you know, fast break, you can dunk with him. But other than that, he can't do anything. There's a period of time uh, in NBA two K where it was like the tiny guys, especially because they would the tiny guys would bounce like him and Nate Robinson. They would always like try to do like back scratcher dunks or like, you know, cock the ball way back. And, and their, their time from like, just because they're so small, the time it takes for them to jump to dunk is like, I don't know, a second and a half. And so they're always getting stripped on the way up. And it yeah. was so yes. frustrating because like you'd have what would be a wide open dunk. If he just went up for something, you know, more traditional, just like something like two hand quick. But since they're just, like Derek Rose, even too, Yes. Because Derrick Rose was like his dunk package was awesome. If you're just you know just dunking, <laughs> or just like attacking a dude face on, but if you get behind, if you get in, uh, you know, in between the defense and the basket, it's so easy to block from behind. Right, well, and that's something that really annoyed me um, is that all of a sudden you just you just hold down X to to go do a dunk. Yes, and they would choose the worst dunk for the situation. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like you have a, a breakaway dunk and they just go up with one hand and flush it in. And then you have one in the lane with like three guys in there and you try to do, you know, some sort of fancy, you know, between the legs or whatever and just get the ball blocked. And I'm like, yes. why did you not just go straight up there? Yeah, that, that wait, I totally, I was about to say the same thing. And it's like, you're in a close game. You're like in the fourth quarter and there's nothing more frustrating than you're just like, I need this bucket. I'm just trying to like lay, like easy dunk, lay it in. And they just whip out something crazy in it and it goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, not, that, not dude, that's part of what, uh, like, because you know, a little bit later, but um, Dwight Powell, he was a dude that was awesome because he didn't have a crazy dunk package. Mm-hmm. It was just like just go up and dunk it, and so you get him yeah. the ball. He but he's athletic enough to you know beat a bigger forward uh, to the basket or catch a lob or something, but he's not trying to do too much. Uh, so like, you know, role players that do that. Now, of course there are guys like Gerald green that he, you're just not going to stop him. No. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Gerald green, if he got the baseline back oh, yeah. in the day was not missing. Like it was an yeah. automatic dunk. And literally you're, you're almost the second he steps inside the, the three point line, you're hitting X to start gathering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, dude. Dude. And it's funny. You bring up Gerald green. We just talked about Antonio, Antonio Alfonseca who had six yeah. things or Gerald Green had four fingers, but That's, was yes. still one of the craziest dunkers in NBA history. Yeah, dude, that that dude had more game than than most dudes with five fingers. Oh yeah, yes. Uh, you remember well, Bra- Brandon Roy and his weird oh, jump yeah, shot, dude? Yeah, he was a bucket, dude. He was yeah, so good. Dude, he's he's one of those actual like not just two K. But NBA players, who was like, man, I just wish I could see his full career because I believe he got hurt yeah. after maybe one or two years. Mm-hmm. I think he, had, yeah, maybe, he a, maybe it was a little longer than that. But I don't know. I've heard some people say like he would have been maybe one of the best shooters of all time or one of the best players of all time had had he had a full career. And it's he always hard beast. to tell, but yeah, 
he was a beast. Yeah, that always, up, do you remember like when you were all, trying to show me his jump shot in, in with like basketball practice Rose one time when we were practicing and, with varsity uh, as sophomores? Greg Odin and Grant Dude, we were at Glenwood. We were at Glenwood, yes, right? Yes, we were at Glenwood. We were like and, off campus. And, and, and so me and Will are sophomores, and we got to go. <laughs> we had the honor of practicing with varsity. Um, and so we're just sitting on the sidelines, you know, while, while the varsity coach is talking, uh, you know, talking some plays and stuff that – I don't know. We probably should have been paying attention to, but we weren't. Uh, and Will showed me. Fashion. Just, he's like, he's like, dude, this is how like Brandon Roy does it. And I'm like, okay, dude, that, that's that's so weird. How does he even make things like that? <laughs> and then the varsity coach stops practice and goes, "All right, you two guys are gonna goof off. You guys can just run." <laughs> and so we're running in the, the track around the court, and and Will and I are just running on the track because we were talking, you know, because we were talking about Brandon Roy's jumper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Classic. Well, while we're on the topic, let me show everybody how Brandon Roy's jumper is. So yeah. you'd have, you know, normal people have the have their hand behind the ball like this, and then like the other hand here on the on the side as a guide. Brandon Roy like had his hand like on top on the the back side essentially, and so as he was like raise it, his hand was on top of the ball instead of on side on the side of the ball, and uh, that's what caused Cal and I to run for about an hour and a half straight. Yeah, yeah, dude. But I'll never forget Brandon Roy's jumper from that. Yeah, neither will I. It's a good, good memory. It is crazy how dudes with like what would be a broke like if you go to the Y mm-hmm. and see a dude shooting like that, you're like, okay, that dude is absolute booty. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are dudes that like Sean Marion. He's got a he's got a weird jumper. You know, Probably one of the all, weirdest. Yeah, all three of the Ball Brothers had what would be broke jumpers, but like they're good. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. You know what I'm and, saying? And that goes to show you that, like, you know, form's very important. But like, mm-hmm. I think probably the most important thing is just putting in the time and the and practice in the gym and just the repetition. Right is, is clearly the most important thing. Agreed. Yeah, because I mean, like, that may screw with some consistency if you don't have like some good fundamentals. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you can see these guys make it to the league and they do good things even with some some weird mechanics. Well, just think of Sean Marion, like how he he like two hand chucked it almost yeah like mm-hmm. from his like think, chest think of how hard that is to do consistently because with with a normal jump shot you know it's just literally this arms you, you know your dominant arm is mm-hmm. doing all the moving and it's so easy to do the same motion and it's so hard for me to think that like what sean marion was doing because there just seems like a lot more that goes into it and maybe that's because mm-hmm. i've you know haven't done that motion but like yeah you just don't have a lot there's of practice gotta be. yeah so yeah. the one thing he's got going for him is a quick release though yeah you know mm-hmm. it's a it's a, like a low release point because it was like coming mm-hmm. from from here yeah but very quick very quick release but yeah I, I i totally agree like it just seems like a lot more could go wrong um yeah like if you're not fully balanced or I, yeah i'm not sure but now if you look at the best shooters like the best shooters of all time their stroke is all very similar mm-hmm. you know yeah, it's right. like there's 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 no deviation. Like you know, maybe a little bit, maybe like you know, some guys like Clay Thompson and I think Steph, Clay less than Steph. Like they don't jump as much. Like yeah. I feel like Clay doesn't jump a whole lot. Mm-mm. And then a dude like Jimmer Fredette, who's not like not going to go down as the greatest shooter of all time, but he was an outstanding shooter. Yeah. He gets a lot of elevation on his jump shot. Same with Ray Allen. He yeah. Got a lot of, but Ray but when it comes jumps. down to like their their upper body like arm motion and everything that's very similar yeah the only one that i can think of like who would be considered like 
the greatest of all time. I feel like Reggie Miller had a little bit of a goofy shot, right? Like, was he a lefty? So maybe that's why. I don't know. No, I, don't I just remember him. His just looking a little bit funky, and, and yeah, maybe I'm just misremembering. I... Mis- um, I'll have yeah. to do some research on that. But yeah, mm. by and large, I totally agree. Yeah, the best, most consistent, consistent shooters of all time have a very similar stroke. So make sure yeah. to teach that one to your kids. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Are you talking about the the Sean Marion one or? <laughs> no, the, no. The... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, good stuff. Yeah, dude. Uh, another another uh, NBA player, um, and Gerald Green kind of reminded me of him. Uh, Corey Maggette. Dude, I was obs- literally, I was, I was thinking about him right now. <laughs> really? That's, I was, that's yeah, funny, when he dude. said another another NBA player, I was like, I was like, oh, who else do I think about? And then, dude, keep going though. Yeah, so I was so obsessed with this guy. I think he played for the Golden State Warriors. I mean, this was probably around the time I was getting Clippers. into basketball. Clippers? Was so, that the Clippers? Yeah, I th- I th- he was he on, Clippers, on both. I think. I think he did play on both. Okay. Maybe I'm, yeah. But anyway, I was so obsessed with it. Clearly not that obsessed, but I can't remember what team he was on. Here, we'll do some <laughs> fact-checking right now. Uh, anyway, my first Gmail was Maggetti133. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I still use that email today. It's essentially like my junk email. Like if if I'm ever like signing up for something that I don't want that email coming to my, my normal email, I'll just put yeah. in that email. Maggetti. <laughs> And so it's just like a bunch of it's just full of Dude, spam. How good was he in real life? Because he was pretty good in 2K, I remember. Uh, but was he a good player in real life? I don't really Yeah, I think so. He, for a few years, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, he wasn't like I mean, he was on the on the Clippers and they never really did anything back then. Right. And so I mean, okay. how good was he? I don't know. He's probably like a Gerald Wallace. Yeah, so I'm looking at it here. He looks like he got drafted to the Pistons, then went to Charlotte, played with Milwaukee, then Golden State for two years. Oh, you're right. My bad. And so I think the reason, no, and then he was on the Clippers for like 10 years after that. So Journeyman. So yeah, we're both right there. Um, But the reason I was remembering Golden State is because I think I had a basketball card of him on Golden State. Okay. And there mu- I think like the card number or something was 133, and that's why I ha- my email was McGetty133. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> Some- awesome. Something along those lines. Yeah, but Wade. Uh, his first year with the Clippers, he averaged 22 a game. So he, he was solid. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. And honestly, like then for the next five years, he averaged close to 20 for the Clippers. So yeah, he, he was a solid player. That's a good player. Yeah. That makes sense. But I remember he was a pretty good dunker too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the, I feel like he was comparable to like what Jared Wallace was. Yeah. Yep. Or he's like a good, really good dude on a bad team. Yeah. Now Gerald Wallace did end up playing like on the on the Celtics for a bit when I think the Celtics were pretty decent, but like that was well into Gerald Wallace's career. Yeah, that yeah. was towards the end. Catino Mobley was another dude I Ooh. thought of. Yeah. Now, Wait, I know he... what I remember about him, very little. Yeah, same here. He probably played on the Clippers with uh McGiddy. Yeah, I, I think so too. So it's funny you say his name because I always remember him like linked with Corey Maggette, and then the other person I link with those two guys is Morse Peterson. I don't know why, and I don't even okay. know if they were a similar time frame. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because in some in some sort of like two K draft, I had all three of these guys. I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably, dude. We did a lot of two K drafts. Yeah. That's how I know almost 
I mean, ninety percent of my basketball knowledge, like yeah. players wise, is from two K. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Percent. Yeah. Like yeah. Old, old like old team like classic teams like all the way to new teams. And then on that same thread, like for MLB, the reason I remember a lot of these older guys, I think, is probably because of Slugfest. Definitely. Because we played yeah. a whole lot of two K. Uh, or Slugfest baseball cards. Yeah, yeah baseball. Cards. Yeah, baseball cards. Um. Remember Junior Spivey? Yes. I Baseball, honestly right? Forget. Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. I, like, I, I remember the name. who he played for, but I think it was like the Rockies or something. Yeah. Was he good? I don't even know if he was good. I don't know, dude. Okay, but like in in, in Slugfest, anybody yeah. could be good. In yeah. baseball card game, anybody could be good. Yeah. That was the beauty of both. That's true. Yeah. Yes. That like, again, it's like 2K where you just want them good at, you want them to be a power hitter. It doesn't matter their contact because... If I'm swinging, you know, it's just my timing. Right. Well, for the do most you part. remember in, in Slugfest, you had the option when you're batting to hit, I think, X and do mm-hmm. a contact swing. Yeah. Or yep. hit box and do a power swing. Did you ever use contact swing? I did sometimes. Very but rarely. Yeah, and I don't know what difference it really made. I think it was yeah. just like it took away your ability to hit a home run essentially see i maybe yeah maybe once or twice like oh i just need a single here but why were you why would you not want to hit a home run right it, it, dude that's been my softball mentality lately <laughs> my, my softball mentality for the for like the begin like i've played church league softball for probably you know five or six years now and my mentality every year was you know just like i'm not gonna hit a home run i'm just gonna get on base uh, and then I started getting a little bit stronger and I hit a home run and it was the best thing ever. And I was like, okay, now I'm only hitting home runs. Yeah, no more hitting X for you. Yeah, dude, yeah. That's why I, dude, I get it. I get why Chris Bryant, mm-hmm. you know, is just a massive pop fly in the infield that goes 400 feet high strikeout or dong. And yeah. I've taken that philosophy because it's a lot more fun. Just to it get is Who doesn't want to jog around the bases? <laughs> Bringing it back to Slugfest, do you remember that that one game we were playing, uh, and you were the Reds? I forget who I was, and um, all game, whenever Ken Griffey came up, I beamed him so he wouldn't yes. hit a home run. And then in the ninth <laughs> inning, I was up by you know one or two, and I decided to pitch to him, and he hits one out, and you walk it off. Do you remember that? Yes, dude. Yes, I remember that. Um, yeah, because when you hit a dude in Slugfest. It uh, it adds to their like their numbers, their their uh, their sliders. So like his power increased every time you hit him. Does it really? Um, or or it goes down depending. But like yeah, okay. Ten, like if well, you if, if you get on dude, fire, if he catches it and he comes on fire, and then it increases. Yeah. yeah. So that's what he was doing to Ken Griffey, and then Ken Griffey made him pay. So his power oh, numbers lost. were like over a hundred by the time. Yeah, uh, dude, it was awesome. That's crazy. That Reds team was fun to play with, though. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to figure out was Adam. Did they Dunn have Adam on Dunn. Team? Yeah, Adam Dunn. Um, it had been pre Joey Votto, probably. Yes. They had Edwin Encarnacion as a yes. rookie on that team. Uh, Willie Mo Pena. Ooh. Willie Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is their? Uh, who is their shortstop? I'm trying to remember. Who that, I, thought. I think uh, wasn't that Willie Mo Pena? Was it or Willie? Was he? Yeah, it's either him or at third or short. I think, and Encarnacion played. Third or short. Yeah, trying, trying to figure out who else yeah. is in their outfield. I was going to say Aaron Rowan, but I think he was Phillies. Yeah, that's yeah. Phillies. 
Yeah. Dude, I th- okay, so last time we were talking, we had talked about the Phillies. Like, we got hooked on the Phillies. And I don't yeah. think we mentioned Shane Victorino. No, we didn't. And I was like... What do you remember of him? He's the flying Hawaiian dude. Two earpieces. That's like, what I remember of him. Because yes. he was one of the first guys oh, ever yeah. to do that. And actually, yeah. like, not many people do that at all, usually. No. He was a switch hitter, though. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, so that's probably the same switch- helmet. Yeah. 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 Switch hitters these days, they always use different helmets. Right. Yeah. Um, I also feel like switch hitting these days is not as common as it used to be. Or is that just me? Ah. I, feel I don't know. It could amount. also be that we're not playing video games as much, so we're not like we don't know like, every, back every like yeah like <laughs> like I mean Jose Reyes was a switch hitter back in the, like I can just tell you like Carlos Beltran was a switch hitter just from playing with him yeah um because you knew right. hit triangle well, name right, you name hit triangle a, you could name a current switch hitter not named Ian Ian Hatch <laughs> yeah, well that was that was gonna be my go to yeah that's um, what I'm saying I don't even know okay I mean, give like, me Carl, a second Carl, wait yeah. Uh, a current switch hitter not named Ian Happ. Because <laughs> the only one I know. Wade's point may be proven, dude. <laughs> but but again, but again, it goes back to my point of like that's yeah. the only guy that's like usually relevant to us. Yes, yes. That's fair. Um Yeah, dude. Dude, but like back in the day, switch hitting was pretty like Jim Edmonds was also a switch hitter. Yep. Which is crazy because like you don't usually Carlos see switch Beltran. hitting power dudes. Yeah, um, even Carlos Zambrano switch hit. Yeah. What? Oh, that's switch, right. Yeah. Switch hitting pitcher is crazy. I feel like there's another one, um, like a random switch hitting pitcher who played for the Cubs for a little bit, but was on someone else's team, like the Pirates for a while or something. Uh, Was it Jason Markey? Maybe it was him. Was he a switch hitter, though? I don't remember. Maybe he, maybe he wasn't. Speaking of pitchers hitting, do you guys miss that? Do you, do you miss like NL pitchers hitting? Because at times I, I do, but generally speaking, I like the fact that both the AL and the NL now yeah, have it's, it's more equal. Thing. I, mean, uh, I, think... I miss it. I miss it when we're in a high leverage situation at the bottom of the lineup, uh, yes. on, and, and the other team's batting. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. And I, miss I miss it when when we had like Jake Arrieta or someone like that right. who was not a liability at all. Like right, right. It added an element to the game. Yeah. yeah, like Otani. Otani would be like. For the Dodgers, like coming to an NL team, yeah. right? It probably oh, yeah. it it probably cost him, you know, twenty five, yes. fifty million dollars. Just that, <laughs> which I is mean, crazy, like, cause, yeah. Because he already's getting paid, you know. Yeah, yeah. Is it going to be worth a hundred million dollars? I don't know, but it's like you know, just sweeten it a little bit to go to an NL team because all of a sudden your your pitcher's bet like third. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> I yeah, um, I do miss elements of it, but overall, I. It's been it's been fun watching some dude off the bench every game just hit, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think the idea is like you're gonna score more runs, and it and it probably does produce more runs because mm-hmm. you're, you're gonna have less like innings that just get ruined because they're like pitching around the eight hitter before the the pitcher comes up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> Remember Grady Sizemore? Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, he was me too. Indians, right? And and yeah, Royals maybe. I think Royals too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Indians is what I remember most for. Curtis Granderson, Will. Yeah, I love that guy too. Dude, he just like hung it up a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Or maybe he was still. Was... It's probably long ago. Think. Yeah, but he was a beast mm-hmm. in his prime. Ended up with yeah, the, he was, with the he was Mets. A Chicago guy. And he was Detroit too for a while, I think. Yeah, 
Well, not by Chicago guy. I mean, he's like from Chicago. Oh, yeah. yeah. You yeah. never played. Like, never played for the Cubs. No. I, don't I was believe. trying to think if he's like it's probably White yeah. Sox because he didn't play for no. the Cubs. No. Yeah. No. At least he's... I'm ninety percent sure he's from Chicago. <laughs> Some guy that came to my mind was uh, Doug Glanville. Oh, solid pitcher. Braves. Braves, I believe. Right. Wait, Doug Glanville. Yeah, he was a pitcher. He's a left-handed pitcher for the Braves. For, pretty stud. He does a uh, he does like uh, I think uh, talk stuff for uh, yeah. Are you for sure? the Cubs now or I feel like am I sure about played... what Doug <laughs> Glanville? Yeah, yes, I'm sure about Doug Glanville. What am Are I thinking about what Tom about... Glavin? Oof, this is getting a little awkward. <laughs> let me let me fact I like check how you guys something. are just going along with it. I was going along with it because like I didn't know. No, dude, Wade's, Wade's calling you out. I'm like, okay, the Tom Gla- is the guy you're thinking of white or black, Will? <laughs> All right, so Tom Doug Glanville Doug was a baseball Glanville player, was but an outfielder. He's, he's not the guy for the I was Phillies. thinking of. <laughs> I didn't think so, dude. He played. He played in. Um, oh, that is amazing. He played in the late '90s, and his last game um, was in 2004 for the Phillies. Tom Glavin is 100 percent who I was thinking. Of. <laughs> yeah, you guys were like, you guys were like, oh yeah, like what about him, like. Not that great. Like, and I'm like, yeah, left-handed pitcher for the Braves. I was like, like, I uh... think my dad could tell you more about Doug Glanville than I could. <laughs> right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, talk about Rick Sutcliffe while you're at it. Dude, what's hysterical is that uh... was, like, one of the few MLB players that I, like, wrote down in my notes to, to not forget. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oof. Love it. Oh, well, that was man. fun. That that's was an fun. all-timer, though. That's That's awesome. Dude, that was a quiz for you guys, and you guys did a great job debunking hey, that hey, one. Well, at first, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, something I didn't, know, did, like, didn't feel right about that. Yeah, <laughs> especially once I go into like what his position was in his team. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Uh, hey, but that funny. the the Braves like rotation in that with him and Greg Maddox, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it was John, John Schmoltz. Schmoltz. Yeah, yeah, that was solid. It's crazy that they didn't win the World Series with that team. Yeah, so. On that, I think was that the same team that had Andrew Jones and Chipper Jones? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bobby that was Cox a good team. Is the manager. They, yeah, that is that won, is crazy. They didn't win. They won a bunch of uh, uh, NL East titles with that uh-huh. team, but they didn't yep. do anything in the, in the playoffs. I don't think. The '98 Braves. Morgan Wallen has a song about it. Oh yeah. Or, yeah, we're like names, you know, with those three big pitchers, Andrew and Chipper. Sure, hard really? to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, dude, that's cool. Yeah, gonna have to check nice. that one out. Yeah, yeah, dude. But like that. Like what other? What other all time? I mean, like we talked about the Cubs, but like I don't know. That's a different category. That's just like personal to us. But like, what other like teams were like that good? Um, that probably should have won something. Like uh, we were texting about it a little bit this week. Uh, the Thunder. Um, mm-hmm. cause yeah. there there was a Instagram <laughs> reel that went viral uh, about. You know, was is there something of like drafting too good? Because you know you're getting like the Thunder drafted three MVPs, I think, in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, or right. relatively short time frame. And you know, the school of thought is that you know by the time that they are you know developed into being you know what is their their full potential or close to it, it's you know their their uh, contract will be up, and then you have to start paying them. Yeah, and right. so by that time, you know, are they are they going off? Or are you just going, you know, 
star you're gonna be star poor like the Suns and have no bench. Um because they had those three guys, Thabo Cephalosha, they had guys like um Andre Roberson uh, Baca, yeah, like Raymond Felton. Yeah. And did you say Kendrick Perkins? Yeah, Kendrick oh dude, Kendrick Perkins, man. He was I liked Kendrick they Perkins. Have, uh Nick Nick Collison. Yep. Yeah, Nick Collison. A and, Thunder great. Uh, oh, who else? But like you know, that's besides the point. Is yeah. is that like you know, do you think that they would have been better off sticking with those guys or do you think that like I, I just think gotta with, lose like, one eventually. With James Harden and and Russ and like kind of their attitudes and everything, I just don't know if that would have ever worked out. And I think that's part of the reason that they that it ended up splitting up, right? Like Yeah. And and that you know, that's an interesting thought, Wills. Is the key to winning championships like that personality does that play a bigger role than than you would think? Probably like, I think that, it is. that yeah. balance between personality and talent. Like the mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors had that. They're all very unselfish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because you got three guys who are like they want the ball and they're very dominant with the ball. It's just like they're you know right. it's going to start you know their trust between each other and like the way they share the ball is gonna, just starts breaking down. Um, I mean, that's same thing with the Patriots. That's why they had such a long run with Belichick and Brady. His yeah. personalities that mesh had the same goal, willing to give up any and everything to get that goal. And, I mean, Brady, he he took pay cuts the entire way so they could sign defensive players and have a dominant defense and then game manage the offense, and they'd win, they'd win, you know, yeah. 70%, 80% of the games that way. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, I mean, like, so like another team I think of you're you're asking about teams uh that should have won that didn't. Um Lab City, the Clippers. Yeah. I mean yeah, that's one that dude, those, those done. And I feel stacked. like I feel like they meshed pretty well. They did. It's just like I feel like they just kept choking. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, that was like Chris Paul's thing for the longest time. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. Extremely it, I mean, it, might, it still might be. No, the Suns won. Right? No, did the Suns win? Uh, a championship. The Suns won a final. Chris Paul has not won a championship. No, uh, Dude, the, Su- the Suns made a, a a run a year or two ago, right? They're yeah, uh, they're in the finals. I don't think they, they won lost. though. Yeah, because I know I don't think Booker's won either. Uh, uh, who did they lose to? Was it the Bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm uh, trying to think of other teams that should have won but didn't. Yeah. Remember Michael Red? Yeah. Bucks. Yeah, lefty. Yeah. And did he play with Urson? Will Urson Ilyasova? I think he was I think before th- that. Yeah, maybe a before little that bit. Time. Yeah. Who was? Because he was like their shooting guard, small forward. Who was their? Oh, did, was that Brandon Jennings? Did Brandon he play Jennings. With them? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Brandon Jennings. I'm trying to remember who else they had. Brandon Jennings was a crazy one. So he was one of the first dudes that I remember mm-hmm. that went overseas. Yeah. And then played in the nba from going straight overseas right didn't that was like right college at, route yeah yeah because it was like right after they made the one and done rule and you couldn't go straight from high school um and he's like nah i'm just gonna go get paid and i think yeah. played in like china or something yeah okay switching gears a little bit here you guys remember scotty wilbekin oh yes no who's that yes dude florida Guard for the florida for florida i don't remember what year but i feel like I feel like he is who like made me want to play college basketball. Yeah, dude, he's awesome. It wasn't Marshall Henderson. 
Oh. Yeah. So Marshall Henderson was he was he when we were in college? I think he was kind yes. of maybe. Yeah. yeah, I thought so. It had been like around then. But Scotty yeah, Wilkin, I, I believe, was high we school. In college. Yeah. Yeah. But Scotty Wilkin was a beast. Yeah. Um. I just what did I he remember thinking he was so cool and he was so good. And they didn't. They never. I mean, they made it to the NCAA tournament. But I don't think they ever uh-huh. went anywhere, right? I think they went to like. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like they made maybe made an elite eight and maybe like lost to Wisconsin or something like that. Yeah, that seems right. Wait, it would have been like 2000. I don't know, early 2010s, like 2011, 2012, okay. maybe. That was probably like right before I started really locking into college college hoops. basketball. Yeah. yeah. Who else was? Do you remember who else was on their team? Because I, I don't know. Really... They had to, was Scotty Wilkin. Did he have crazy traps? Because a dude like like his shoulders like because they had a dude that was yeah. like. Super rocked up. Uh, uh, the dude that, yeah, he ended oh, up playing what is his football. name the the power right? forward. Yeah, he ended up playing football and then he got in a car crash. And I think, like, he does. Uh, he does SEC Network basketball stuff now. Oh shoot, dude. Yeah, he was jacked though, right? I think he ended up playing some football after he played uh, yeah. college basketball, like maybe even in the NFL. Dude, speaking of yeah. a good college player that plays football, is Mo Ali Cox. You remember him? Yeah, on DCU. DCU. Yeah, he was a monster. And now he's tight end for the for the Colts. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember they one of the VCU's runs. I don't think it was the the Final Four team, but um, it was kind of during that time. And yeah, he was just a monster, kind of like a, a Kenneth Fareed type. Dude, Kenneth Fareed. He, he Kenneth, was yeah, the, dude. The, what do they call him? The Morehead animal. State. Yeah, the manimal. Patrick yeah. Young. Patrick Young. Yep. Wasn't there another Patrick Young that played in the uh, in the NBA? I think he may have even played for the Bulls. Thaddeus Young. That okay, maybe Thad yeah. Young. Thad Young, that's right. Who else was on that team? Did you look it up? I'm I'm looking it up right now. That was right after their back-to-back championship runs. Right? So, like honestly, um, Colin, I feel I like that was a team like... I remember. Feel like should have won though that Florida team with Wilbekin and Patrick Young. Yeah, so this is like 2013-14. Oh, okay. or like um, that was like oh oh seven oh eight. Florida made their runs with Joe Keen and yes, Al Horford and, they went and back to back. Bird. Yeah, but under Billy Donovan's yeah uh, leadership. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. <clears throat> All right. So oh, well. so that team had let's see Casey Prather, Scotty Wilbekin. Um, Casey Hill, Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah, and he played in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see who else. Yeah, that's about all I recognize on that team. Okay. Yeah, but those are fun teams too. Patrick yeah. Young. Patrick Young was like a. I don't know. He's a six-nine center, so like he's not like huge, but he was big. Yeah. Um, and and like bully centers are. I don't know. A pre, like if you if you have a, a center that is like just like a grown man, like both like physically and mentally, um, yeah, it it pays dividends. Like you know, you'd rather have him than like you know a seven foot five dude that I'm not 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 like I mean Zach is a different different breed, but like you see like every now and again you'll, you'll see like a seven foot three seven foot five dude, but it's like stick skinny and almost like timid. Yeah, um, like uh, uh, Marcus Bingham. Yeah. Dude, yes. Talking about talking about centers who are a dog but undersized. Who was the guy that played center uh um for Butler 
Matt Howard. Jones? No, no, no. Oh, Matt it, Howard. Matt yeah. Howard, yes. Yes. With, Played with Gordon Hayward, right? Gordon Hayward, yeah. yeah. Matt Howard was a dog. Yeah, dude. Like, he was, he was just a wild man. I remember he just, like, remember? played really hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... I like Psycho dude. T. Yeah, dude. Tyler Hansbrough was awesome. What do you think of when got, you think of Tyler Hansbrough? I think of... I don't know. That sounds like a like a trick question. Like, you're trying to no. lead me somewhere. No, because I have I, one... I have one memory, <laughs> one main memory of him. Like, beyond college. Like, I know he was great in college at UNC and everything. But like, the time he... played he, for the Pacers? Maybe. I don't remember what team he was on, but... He he was like going up for it was, it was in the NBA. He was like going up for for some shot, and he got like pushed in the back by someone. And he turns around, like looking like he wants to fight, but it's Ron Artest. And then oh. all of a sudden, he compl- his face completely changes to like, "Oh man, like I'm sorry, we're good, we're good, we're good." And then Ron Artest is standing there like, "Yeah, yeah, we are, dude. That's oh, so funny, man. dude. Speaking you guys should look, la- up the, look up the video of that after this. That's the last dude I want to fight." Yes, was that before he was Meta World Peace? Probably. Yeah, probably. I don't remember. But uh, dude, or a panda's friend? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, man. Um, that uh, do you guys remember the national championship, Butler and Duke, and Gordon Hayward has a shot from half court at the buzzer, and it hits back iron. Yeah, Yeah, dude, that was tough. That would yeah. have been amazing. Yeah. You know, on one hand, was... I'm happy for John Shire, but on the other hand, like I would have much rather seen. Yeah. I know. Much I like that Butler team. They were fun to watch. I mean, that was Brad, Ste- Brad Stevens, right? He was the yeah. yeah. coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At Butler. Uh huh. Dude. Is he still That's... coaching the Celtics? No. He's, he's like a front president. Office. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but did he move on to the Celtics right after that year, or did he stick around a few more years? Well, I think he. he... I think he coached next year because uh, Butler made back-to-back national champions. Did they really? I don't yeah. remember that. And then they, they lost. lost. I think they lost to UConn the next year. Okay. Was that? Wait, so who's that? Kemba? Gordon Hayward. Yeah. yeah. Was that? Okay. Kemba uh-huh. and Hashim Thabit. Uh, uh, I Those don't. Different. I don't think Hashim Thabit was on that team, but he he may have been. For so Shabazz reason, Napier. Shabazz Napier was. Shabazz was Napier he... would have been a freshman. Okay, with Kemba. Yeah, but then, but then four years later, or like, I don't know, it would have been three years later. Then that's when UConn went back to the finals with, with, with Shabazz and Ryan Boatwright. Yes, and Ryan Boatwright was a little bit younger, right? Yeah, I, I think he was like a year younger. And then fast forward, he's also to Illinois, James dude. Booknight. Yeah, dude, James Booknight was good. James Booknight, if he would have stayed a year or two more, who I knows know. what happens? But right, he was a baller. I mean, they can't do much better than they did. <clears throat> Maybe maybe he shoots them out of it, dude. Speaking of UConn, they're the reigning champs, and they are now number one in the AP. Oof. That's crazy. So who, who knows, dude? You guys remember Scotty Reynolds? Yeah, dude. My huh, my best that... memory, and Elliot will enjoy this, is uh, <laughs> like the like NCAA '09 or whatever. Yeah. We went we went head to head. I was Villanova, Scotty Reynolds, and uh, Elliot was Duke, and it was a battle of. Uh, John Shire versus Scotty Reynolds. All we would do is run to the corner and shoot threes on the offense. And I don't know who won that game. Maybe I'll have to ask Elliot. But they each had like 85 points by the end of the game. We would only awesome. shoot with those guys. Dude, that's Scotty Reynolds. Double so who, who did Scotty Reynolds play for? It's Villanova, Villanova, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was a baller, dude. Yeah, he was very good. I don't know about him in real life. I just know about the NCAA video game mm-hmm. version of him. But... 
Well, around uh, dude, so like that was like the last of the really good Big East because around that time would have been uh, Pitt with Jamie Dixon would have had a they had a guard named Levance Fields and then a big named Dwan Blair and Dwan Blair played a little bit in the NBA, uh, but he yeah. dude that that team was really good and they made a, a tournament run. Um, and then like Louisville with, with Rick Pitino had like Peyton, uh, Siva and the team, like with, uh, Russ or not Russ. Yeah. Russ Smith. And Montrez um, that, Harrell. Yeah. Montrez Harrell. Uh, Kevin Ware. No, was, was Montrez Harrell on that team? Or was Maybe he a little, he was bit, a little after? bit after? Yeah. But like uh, in the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was after. Mon- yeah. Montrez and Kevin Ware, I think were a little bit after. Um, was that Peyton Siva? Is that who yeah, you Peyton said? Yeah. Peyton Siva. Yep. Yeah. And then they had a they had a big um that I think was from overseas. Um that then played for the Timberwolves for a little bit. Uh but yeah, those teams were really good. Like Oh, was uh, that Gordon Jang? Yes, that... Gordon, yes. Oh, yes, okay. Yeah. Um yeah, Jang. That reminds me uh again the so that Michigan team that played against Kevin Ware. Um who is that who is that shooter? Swaggy. Spike no. Albrecht? No. Oh no 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 not Spike Albrecht. Um, he played in the NBA for a little shoot, bit. Shoot, dude. Played for you the. You got to talk about like Kings. Mitch McGarry. No, nope. um, played for the Kings. Just yes, remember I know who you're talking he was about. Very good in college. There's also like the yes. I got to look this up. Yeah. And then there was also that dude at Baylor, Brady Heslip. I don't remember him. But that's that's who I Nick Stauskas. <laughs> Nick Stauskas, that's right. Nick yes. Stauskas. I didn't even look it up. Yeah, nice just came memory me. there. Um, Nick Stauskas was a bucket. He would have played play with like... Um, See, I don't remember anyone. Karis LeVert? That could have been. Karis yeah. LeVert had to be younger. But they were on the same team? I think so. Yeah, Well, because Karis LeVert, I think, like left after sophomore year. Uh, Trey... Trey Burke, that's who I was. Yes, I was thinking oh, of him yeah, and Peyton Siva are like the same person in my mind. Yeah, <laughs> well, that. Uh, and then there was another dude. Was Muhammad Ali Abdul Rahman? Uh, yes. Was he a UCLA guy? I think he was a little. Was he? No, he was on Michigan, but I think he was like a couple years later. Dude, that is a mouthful of a name that you just wrote. Yeah, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I do remember him. I do. I think he wore pink shoes. So, so Louisville won that that championship, right? With Kevin Ware, they got Ware? redacted. Okay, but yeah, yes. they did. They did at the time. Yeah, yes, right. they won it. I, well, that, I don't care. They won. Is that 2013? Like, yeah. Sounds yes, right. It was our senior year of high school, I think. Sounds right. Yeah. So yeah, that was 13. Because that was the year yeah. I was home. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that that was a fun Final Four, though. It's a good national yeah. championship. I very vividly couldn't tell you who the other two one. teams in the final four were, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, dude. This has been <laughs> Wait, a good you time. look deep in thought. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of some yeah. other guys from that era that yeah. I really liked. These, these are fun episodes. <laughs> oh yeah, it just makes you think, man. Right. It's crazy because <laughs> if I'm like sitting like um, before we get talking about any of these guys, I'm just trying to like think of random guys. Like I have a hard. A little bit it's, of a hard time, yeah, just like I can't pull. One it's almost out. like you need to like name somebody to like jog my memory, and this that just like unlocks a whole bunch of other for sure people for sure, dude. And like that's like, I mean, that's m- most of it is like when you guys say something like 
Nick Stauskas and yeah. guys like that, um, I would have a very hard time coming up with them. I, like I wouldn't just remember. Oh yeah, them. no, it's like it's like the Louisville team gets mentioned. Kevin Ware gets mentioned. I'm all of a sudden like, uh-huh. oh yeah, I remember Nick Stauskas played against yeah. Kevin Ware. You know that yeah. type of thing. It's fun. Speaking of Kevin Ware, were you watching the game where he broke his leg? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Do you remember where you that were? Was crazy. Yes. Where were you yeah. at your house, Colin? No. I was oh. in the Roberts basement. Don't know. Oh. You know. Yeah. <laughs> dude, was I there? Probably. I just remember watching. I was like, how does that happen? And then it made me scared to like jump. <laughs> made me scared dude. to play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was playing basketball in the living room. And then I see it happen. And it was just crazy. I just remember yelling for my mom and my dad to come get in the room because they had a compound fracture of the tibia. Yeah, it's Dude. wild because, like, I, I feel like, and I'm sure it happened in, in basketball games before that, but not a whole lot. And then, like, you know, a couple years after that, I think Paul Paul George, he yeah. did it on Team Jordan USA. Did it. Yeah, uh-huh. it just seemed like it, maybe it just was, I was, like, more aware, but uh, it just seemed like it started happening more. But yeah. it had, I feel like it's been a while. Kevin Ware then, like, after that, went and played at Georgia State with uh, R.J. Dang, Hampton? Hunter. Hunter. R.J. Hunter. Wait, Georgia State, yeah. that's right, dude. Yeah. That team was awesome. Was that? I didn't realize Kevin Ware dad, His dad fell out of the chair. Yes. When they were coaching. Yes. Is it that, yep. Hampton? Mm-hmm. Or... Hunter? Hunter, yeah. yeah. R- Ron Hunter, yeah. Ron he, Hunter, he's now a coach yeah. at Tulane. R.J. Hampton didn't play in college. He went overseas. <laughs> yep, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Different R.J. <laughs> Speaking of R.J., <laughs> Yeah. Should we finish it oh, with this man. story and then hop off? Oh, oh, yeah, man. I, think, I think we have to, Wade. You're gonna yeah. have to hit it. All right, Wade. <laughs> Speaking you gotta tell of us. RJ, so dude, uh, yeah, growing up, we used to always get a boat, uh, a boathouse at Lake Sarah. But this year, we went to somewhere in Wisconsin. Do you remember the name of the lake? Lauderdale. Yeah, uh, lake yeah, Lauderdale. Lauderdale. It's Lauderdale like lakes. it's three. It's three different lakes that are all connected, and. Uh, and so we were all there, my family and Colin's family, and they had a this like water skiing show, and it was kind of crazy. Like we came out to watch it, and they do like pyramids, like people standing on top of each other's shoulders and whatever. Uh, and one time they're they're doing one of those pyramids, right? And, or I think so. I don't yeah. know exactly what they're doing, but they they crashed. They fell down, and a bunch of people fell on top of each other, and they all fell into the water. And all of a sudden, next thing we know. One of the guys wasn't coming up for a while because he got hit in the head, and then they called an ambulance. Oh, no. And 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 his harness didn't uh, undeploy, so he's like getting dragged under the it's water. Getting dragged under the water, <clears throat> and uh, turns out this guy's name was RJ, and we saw him get loaded into an ambulance and drive away. And little Elliot, what was he like, seven or eight something? He's like, yeah. we gotta pray he's for RJ. Older than that. And so we, we prayed for RJ, and then we continued to pray for RJ for the next, like, year. Or maybe not quite a year, but yeah, we prayed it was for a RJ long a lot. Time. Dude, yes. But do you guys that remember is... where, we, where we were located when we were, when we were watching this? Yeah. We were so like, all, we ended up, yeah, go ahead. So first of all, and I'll let you talk, I just want to preface this, is that most of the people there are probably, like, friends and family of the people in the show. <laughs> there's not that many people there, and it's, like, and kind of like, us. you know. There's not really like real parking. It's just like kind of you park on the side of the road, then you walk, you know, maybe a hundred yards and through some trees and stuff. And then you're like, you know, at these grandstands on this grass that's like next to like a small part of the lake. Um, and so it's mostly friends and family. Everybody like super like, you know, somber, you know, like nobody's really saying anything. Everybody's worried. 
Now, we're kind of feeling awkward because we have no idea who these people are. We don't really know what happened. We're just hearing like what people are saying. And it's like, you know, that he was like, you know, was he dragged under the water? You know, is mm-hmm. he unconscious? Like what's going on? Because this is all ha- happening on a boat out in the water. And right. we're sitting with a family and friends of the people that are, you know, on land trying to speculate too. But their speculation is a little more worried than we are because we're so detached from the situation. Um, and now we're like, okay, like, you know, do we leave type of thing? Do we, you know, like what, what, what's going on? And so I think this is what Will's going to get to. Yeah. I just, I don't remember why we were in this specific location, but we happened to be as like the medical team is arriving. We happened mm-hmm. to just be like in their path, essentially, like almost, almost like, and there's like a bunch of us between like Callan's family and then Wade, our family. And and I just remember like, we all seem to be in the way of them getting to, oh, really? to go help RJ. Yeah, <laughs> and I just remember I, even at my pretty young age, I remember feeling very awkward and not knowing what to do about it. Yeah, you know, just agreed. Yeah, it, it was very, uh, dude, very we were, odd. We were in high school at the time. Uh, Will and I were <laughs> okay, and um, so okay, so yeah. like, like I said, it was a the you know the hundred yard walk from wherever we parked to it, it was like matted down grass and reeds mm-hmm. type yes. thing. Yeah, that's right. Mostly grass. Um. But like, you know, reeds on both sides. So it was a, it was a bottleneck. And so we're like, all right, well, we're going to head out because we don't really know what's going on. We don't know this guy. Like, you yeah. know, yeah. Like we, we prayed mm-hmm. for him. Um, and then we dipped, but as we're dipping, that's when the, uh, <laughs> that's when the ambulance shows up. And so there's a bunch of people in a stretcher coming our way. And so then th- that's like what Will's yeah. talking about yeah. us yeah. getting in the way of the medical staff. And then, I remember, like, I think that we were walking out, like, as they're loading him into the ambulance then, because we kind of just waited around to not be awkward, then it I ended remember, up being awkward. Because yeah, I remember yeah. what he looks like. He's, he's like, kind of a big guy and bald. Do you, is yeah. that I don't I don't really that? remember. Yeah. What, I don't remember <laughs> his face. Um, what I do remember, though, is that then, uh, daily prayer requests in our uh, high school history class, um, that's right. We would always make whoever was praying pray for RJ. Um, now we don't know how how the situation ended. Um, hopefully, all's well. He, you know, he's yeah. living a full and happy life and still, you know, doing what he enjoys and, and water skiing. But um, yeah, so we didn't get closure. But let me tell you, there we sure prayed for him prayers that went up that year. Oh yeah, uh, for RJ. Oh yeah, dude. Do Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, I specifically remember it in history class. Yep. For some reason. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Because every day they would ask for prayer requests. And like, you know, part of it was we were being high schoolers and sarcastic. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, hey, pray pray for RJ and my dog Ringo. <clears throat> yeah. Literally. <laughs> and I tell you not, I, I kid you not, every day RJ and, and Ringo got prayed for because Will or I was like, that's our prayer request. And, and so it wasn't even just Colin and I praying. It was anyone in the right. class. They, right. they offered yes. up a prayer like for RJ. Prayer, sh- prayer switched every day. Yeah, that's right. Like, did anyone start to wonder, dude, like, why are we still praying for this guy? Or they just went with it, dude. And I don't know. And I don't remember. Did we even give him an explanation, or was it just like, dude, my my guy RJ needs prayer? I think we like, gave right, like some. It. We didn't tell the story as good as we did on this. And yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how good that is. Um, but I think we we mentioned it like once or twice because people are asking. But for the most part, people didn't really like. They stopped asking questions. Yeah. They're like, all right, you two, we'll just we'll I just do. do it. I do remember we would even pray for him, like when we hung out, like before meals or whatever. Mm-hmm. We'd always pray for RJ. Dude, you had to you had to throw one up there for RJ. 
You're right though, Colin. I do always remember it was RJ and your dog Ringo. Yeah. Because Ringo was and Ringo wasn't even sick at the time, right? Like Ringo was just no, getting, had, getting a little older. He had swallowed a chicken bone, but like it was like yeah. a long time before. Yeah, yeah. And and then like he got through it and was like completely fine. Right. But then we kept praying for him. Well, I remember it was always like I pray I pray that Ringo will live a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like yeah. he's sick, like help him feel better. Like it's just just live a long time. Yes, that's yes. Good old, right? so funny. Good old Ringus Pingus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he lived a long time. He did. He did. Yeah. R.I.P. Man. Yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to get into some more high school shenanigans on another episode because that was funny. Uh, yeah. it, I just like had a ton of memories coming up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think you guys balls in coming down. We cool. Any yeah, other dude, notes? I think, we, I think we covered a lot of ground today. It was a good, yeah, good podcast. There's, there's a lot more Elliot stories that came to mind when I thought about RJ. Yeah. So we could we could share yeah. some of those later on. Oh, yeah. I might have to have him on the pod sometime. I think oh, we need 100%. to. I, I would love that. I think he'd be cool with it. It's just about like, dude, his schedule right now is a little a little stacked, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds That'll good. Fun. All right, boys. We'll see you. Appreciate yeah. you guys listening. Hope you have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. All right? See you see guys. You.